You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey guys, welcome back to Murder Speaks. Hope everyone's having a great week. Hope everyone had a great Christmas and a great New Year. So I know I've been MIA for a little while and I'm really sorry about that. Just been so busy. Um, and I've received some messages from some of you um, asking where I am. So I appreciate the love and I appreciate the support and I am back. So let's get started to today's video. We're on episode 150 and today's episode is about 31-year-old Carrie Harris of Atlanta, Georgia. She was born March 7th, 1977 in Memphis, Tennessee. Her parents are Frank and Markle Wicks. I hope I'm saying that name right. Either it's spelled M-A-R-C-L-E, so it's either Markle or Marcel. I apologize if I'm not saying it correctly, but her parents are Frank and Marcel or Markle Wicks. Now, Carrie Harris was very smart. She started reading at the age of three, and by the age of five, she was reading 300-page books. Now, Carrie excelled in primary and secondary education scoring exceptionally high on her college aptitude test as she prepared vigorously for college. She was a Kirby High School graduate and she graduated with honors. She received a full academic scholarship from Alabama A&M University, where she later received a Bachelor of Science degree in Huntsville, Alabama. Now in May 2006, she moved to Atlanta, Georgia to work as a quality assurance manager for Cargo. Now Carrie was very excited about this job because it was very close to her friends and family and it was in her career field. Carrie met her friend Nicole Starks in college. They stayed in the same dorm together and they just clicked. They had a lot of things in common and they went on vacation together. Now when Carrie started working at Cargo, a man by the name of Craig Armstead introduced himself to her. Craig even baked a cake for Carrie to welcome her to the company. So you're planning to hang out with some friends or go to the gym and you don't know what to wear and you're so bored of all of your clothes. This is why Crystal Kiss offers a wicked selection of true crime merch to bring your wardrobe to life. From hoodies, leggings, and t-shirts to joggers, crop tops, and tank tops, Crystal Kiss has you covered. Make a fashion statement with Crystal Kiss. Check out crystalkiss.com today. But Carrie didn't eat the cake because she was very particular about what she ate. I mean, so am I. Now, Craig was very interested in Carrie, but Carrie wasn't the type to mix business with her personal life. And strange things started happening. Like, she would go to her office and she would find things were moved around. She didn't know who was doing it. So she didn't leave anything important in the office. Now one night in February 2007, Kay was driving home from work and she was on the phone with her brother Jason. Now in the middle of their conversation, Carrie paused because she realized that somebody was following her. Every time she turned, that car turned. Everywhere she went, that car was right behind her. So she turned into the nearest police station. And when she did that, the car drove off. Then she started having car trouble. And of course, every time she had car trouble, Craig was there and he knew exactly how to fix it. Craig even bought her flowers, but Carrie was not interested. 
and apparently he was not happy about that. And one day, Carrie's mom bought her these diamond earrings, so she wore them to work. Then Craig went and bought her bigger diamond earrings. Not sure if they were real or anything, but he bought her big diamond earrings. But Carrie didn't accept them. Now Carrie has had enough, so she went to Human Resources to talk to them about Craig's behavior. He was not allowed to speak with her unless it was work-related. Now Carrie told her brother Jason about Craig, and he told her to be careful. And she thought she had it under control. Now a few days later, Carrie went out for a drink with a co-worker. And this co-worker had something very important to tell her. Turns out, Craig Armstead served five years in prison for the manslaughter of his girlfriend. He hit her with a hammer and strangled her to death. Now he was released from prison in 1999 and relocated to Georgia after that. And in 2000, he was convicted in Georgia and received a one-year sentence for watching a woman in the public restroom. Ew. Now after he served that sentence, he began working at Cargill. I can't believe he only served five years. He murdered somebody and he only got five years? Wow. Now Craig completed his sentence and he was able to keep it a secret. People described him as a nice guy. Her friend Nicole even wanted her to leave that job. But Carrie refused. Now Carrie completed her master's degree and got a promotion. And Craig got her a digital organizer as a graduation gift. And Carrie was not going to accept that. I mean, that wasn't really an appropriate gift between co-workers. Know what I mean? Now Carrie told Craig that she could not accept it. And she told him this in front of everybody. She was so stressed about the whole thing. Now while she was in the restroom, she and a co-worker saw something that caught their attention. If you're looking for true crime merch with a great fit and feel, look no further. Crystal Kiss has a wide selection of clothes to brighten up your wardrobe. I like to wear clothes that make a fashion statement and says something about me. Like, our true crime and chocolate design describes me very well. I love chocolate and I love watching true crime, so they go hand in hand. Our hoodies are so soft and can be paired with one of our true crime joggers to make a super comfy outfit. Our true crime t-shirts fits true to size and last several washes. For our night out, throw on a pair of heels with one of our true crime leggings and a crop top. Whatever you're doing, Crystal Kiss has you covered. You people in the US get free shipping when you order three or more items. You can also use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. Check out our wicked selection of True Crime merch today at crystalkiss.com. There was a flashing red light coming from a makeup bag. It was a camera. So Carrie decided to go straight to Human Resources and let them know about this camera that they found in the restroom. Now as she was heading to Human Resources, Craig was walking past her towards her building. So he saw her with the camera. Now Human Resources contacted the police. And after that, Carrie went back to work. I guess she figured that she did what she had to do and they were gonna take care of it. So she went back to work. Now there was a thousand hours of footage on that camera. There was an individual file for each co-worker. Craig placed a video camera in the woman's restroom. He recorded his female co-workers using the restroom. Then after hours, he would retrieve those tapes and replace them. And then he would take the tapes home and watch them and store them. That is so sick and twisted. 
Now surveillance captures Craig walking towards Carrie's office with a butcher knife that he got in the kitchen at work. He stabbed Carrie in the back and the neck. The police feel that she didn't even see it coming. Carrie was found lying on the floor and the knife was stuck in her neck. Now her co-workers were close by having a lunch meeting and somebody heard Carrie scream and they saw Craig fleeing the scene. So the police put out a bolo be on the lookout for Craig Armstead. Carrie's brother Jason received a call from the detective letting him know that his sister Carrie is deceased and Carrie's family called her friend Nicole to let them know that Carrie was deceased. Now when police talked to Craig, Craig told them that he had evil inside of him. Yeah, no kidding. And that a man named Frank told him to do bad things. August 16th, 2010, Craig's trial began. Craig Armstead is found guilty of murder and 18 counts of unlawful eavesdropping and surveillance. He is sentenced to life plus 60 years in prison. Now in November 2008, a news reporter asked the company why they would hire somebody with a manslaughter conviction. That is a good question. And a spokesperson said they were all shocked by the incident. That's not really a good answer. Carrie's family sued her employer for damages and they settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. Wow, I mean, this is just crazy. This is someone she worked with. In my opinion, if they're gonna hire somebody with a manslaughter conviction, the people who work there have a right to know. Like, and they can decide whether or not they feel comfortable working there. You know what I mean? Like, I was actually shocked that he killed his g girlfriend with a hammer and strangled her to death, and he only served five years. Like, that's crazy. Like, he should have got more. He should have been kept in jail for a lot longer than five years. He should have still been in jail. <laughs> like, to be able to serve five years and then go out and work in society with the rest of everybody else, to me, that's crazy. Carrie was a smart, beautiful young lady, and she had a whole future ahead of her. And Craig Armstead took that away from her. Those of you who know Carrie Harris and to her family, I'm very sorry for your loss. Craig is exactly where he needs to be. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to like and subscribe for more episodes. Thanks. Toodles. Thank you.